Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, we need to reach more people, so please share this since it's on digital platforms. And uh, we're going to have Archive that will soon appear on the commonsenseshow.com. One more on that later, but you'll be able to access all of this in one place. Uh, no fuss, no muss, and we're really looking forward to bringing that service to you. And before we join our guest, Sam Arnold, our Latin American expert, with some updated news on this side of the border, and I've got some things to add to what he's going to be talking about, too. We need to take care of some real quick business here. Uh, you hear me say it all the time. If you do not have storable food, your time is almost out. When diesel reaches $8 a gallon, the truckers are all saying they're done. Uh, there may be a few that straggle, but effectively, uh, products and services are not going to be re- uh, delivered. And uh, so, listen, MPS, still in business, not sold out to the government like some of our competitors and they haven't raised prices, go to preparewithdave.com to read the details, and you'll say, oh, this is really cool. If you've been with us for a while, you know all the details. That's why I'm not repeating them now. And the same thing is true with water filtration. The grid is in jeopardy, and I'm not going to go through and list all the actors that could bring the grid down, but it's in jeopardy. And if that happens, you're going to need to scavenge water, which means every member of your family is going to need water filtration. And I'm the lone remaining vendor for the Alexa Pure Pro water filter, number one ranked in the United States. However, however, when they run out, they run out. That's why I'm the last one. Last man standing. They too have not raised their prices. They have specials and you can get information and research at waterwithdave.com. So you got preparewithdave.com, you got waterwithdave.com, and then last item. If you got a nest egg to protect, do what I did. Join Noble Gold. They will diversify you so you'll have as soft a landing as possible. You need to get outside the system as much as you can. Leave as little in the bank as you can get by on your daily bills. And please, 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 please take what I'm telling you to heart. If you don't have nest egg to protect, buy food. If you do have a nest egg to protect, you owe it to yourself to go to goldbeforelate.com. Goldbeforelate.com. And uh, fill out a little form, and they'll send you electronic information, but then you'll have to call them because they are not pushy. Goldbeforelate.com. Tell them I sent you. Well, Sam Arnold's no mystery guest to us. He's been on the radio a lot. He's lately been on TV a lot more with this. But I wanted to bring this to audio because this is important. 
these are the seeds of civil war and i'm going to say it right in the beginning uh in fact uh, actually a family member and i were talking about this today texas could be the 1861 south carolina sam welcome to the show hi James. thanks for having me uh, we got a lot to discuss and i'm really glad to get to it reporting from mexico okay um any way you could orient a little bit get just a little clearer signal uh I will speak clearly. It is an international line. Is it okay? Yeah, that's a little better. Whatever you just did right there was good. So let's keep it right there. Okay. Okay, Sam, you sent me a note and said we should talk about secession. I've got some things on this that happened today, but I want to start with what you've got, and let's explore that for a while. What do you got with Texas secession? I'm really shocked that this has gone into the mainstream in such a big way. And, of course, we're talking about the GOP platform approval yeah. that the, the, the Republican Party of Texas has adopted as part of their platform, that they're exploring secession, that they're exploring leaving the United States, and they want a vote in 2023 on that. And part of their platform is that this this is to be brought through the state Congress and brought to the voters. Now, that is uh, not the way that secession really happens, but... The fact that the trumpet has been blown, the fact that the clarion call has been made before the lights go out, before there's a nuclear detonation, before there's a widespread Internet outage, power outage, now there is a rallying point, and I'm just really amazed that that has happened. And there's so much suppression of the realities of this situation that I really want to just go point by point and talk about the federal dollars, talk about the military, talk about the naval defense of the Gulf and of more than anything, tie together what we have already reported, Dave, about the secession efforts in the north of Mexico and how those criminal governors, led by Governor Cabeza de Vaca of Tamaulipas State, are good friends with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. So this is the biggest hurdle in Texas secession is getting Greg Abbott dealt with with a no-confidence vote getting him removed from the equation because as a bush crony he will attempt to hamstring this effort any way he can so he's not in favor of it is that what you're saying i'm not saying that he may he may uh convince the world that he is in favor of it but the fact that he has openly made his bed with other criminal traitors on the other side of the border is just indicative that he is not playing fair with his nation, that he's a rhino, that he is all for the Bush interests and the Republican cronyism that uh, Trump revolution and the MAGA revolution is 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 uh, weeding out of the Republican Party. Okay. Um, I read the resolution too that you're talking about. There's a whole lot more to it than just the secession, which kind of, I'd say secession is the bold-faced everything, and then there's a whole bunch of other things that fit under it that we can get to as our discussion continues. But uh, in a previous show we did, you had some documentation that showed that Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is in bed with uh, the four northern governors of mexico and they're jointly looking to break away together is that still holding true 
Greg Abbott touted these agreements as their the first ever agreement of this kind, where the governor of one nation reached out to the governors of another nation that border their states border one another. The Secretary of State of Mexico immediately reacted and said the Texas governor has extorted our Mexican governors. But, of course, the Mexican governors are also criminals. And so it's not a secret, and this was not done in a corner. I just want to shine the spotlight on that, Dave, so that every American knows that the, the, the ringleader of these northern governors of Mexico is the criminal governor, Francisco Cabeza de Vaca, and uh, he's the most wanted criminal in the entire hemisphere. He's the drug trafficker in chief. He's the human trafficker that's bringing uh, bus convoys of Haitians to the Texas border every day. And he is the fuel theft in, in chief that has so damaged Mexican state-owned energy companies. And so all three of those offices are tied up with this criminal governor. And Greg Abbott allowed him to come to Texas and sign an agreement with him. So it's not like we have to have a WikiLeaks dump. Although uh, those documents and uh, all the background information is on my blog at subscribestar.com slash gospelgunslingers, anybody can look at it. I just want everybody to know the obvious, that Greg Abbott represents Bush interests. The Bush family backed this criminal governor. The first thing he did was go ask for Merida Initiative money from George P. Bush, the Texas Land Commissioner, who's still in office and wants to be attorney general and Sid Miller, the agricultural commissioner. And now finally, Greg Abbott has uncloaked and thrown in his lot with them. And there is this secession effort of all of those states. So there's an intent to make a whole bad land out of the border region that, that everybody knows is criminal cartel operating territory. And so this is not the heart of the Mexican government. It is not what the American people want, and we're just looking for a leader that's going to lead us, you know, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That person's not Greg Abbott. Yeah. Let me ask you something that I think is related, but I'm not sure, and that's why you're on. Today it was announced that AMLO is proposing a unified Western Hemispheric EU arrangement uh, with these nations, like including us. Um, is that related to this, and uh, how do you read this? I'm researching that at this point. There's been so much news that's come down, and uh, I'm, I'm not in my main command center where I have the greatest access to the president of Mexico and to the news. So I will report back at a later date on the nuances of that. But one thing I'll tell you is the United States requires vaccination for all the Mexican guest workers, all the Mexican citizens that have had visas for years to come into the United States. And so for the president of Mexico to want to bring down that unreasonable standard for not only legal immigration, but legal passage into the United States is perfectly reasonable. And the governor, the, the president of Mexico, AMLO, is trying to work with the countries of Central America and South America to develop economically, to get rid of these transnational criminal organizations. So it's, it's he who's going to the Northern Triangle and trying to help those nations get rid of their gang activity. It's he that's trying to bring forth real solutions to stop migrant caravans and to and even to reach out to the, the uh, despots and the dictators. Andres Manuel has good working relationships 
with all of them in, in Bolivia, in Venezuela, in uh, in Cuba. We don't hear so much about Nicaragua, where there's a new Russian uh, troop sharing arrangement, but uh, we'll hear more about Nicaragua also. So the president of Mexico is looking for a new way of relating across the Rio Grande, and I think that's a good idea, even though it may sound like it's going to cost U.S. sovereignty. I really don't think that's that's part of the equation. Okay. So you don't think this is going to happen? I'm going to have to look at the details, and I, I haven't done that yet, so I'm not really I'm not really prepared to answer it with the okay. minutia of what he's proposed. Well, I got to tell you, at first glance, I'm opposed to it, and based on economic reasons, because I know that when you combine nations into one super nation, that you have to have an equalization of currencies, and right now I think we're about eleven to one with the peso. Now, let's just use that as an arguing point, 11 to 1. That means to equalize the currency between our two nations, we would have to lower our dollar to 550, and they'd raise their peso to the equivalent of 550. The American people would suffer a 55% decline in buying power. And just based on that alone, I am not in favor of this agreement. Uh, that's really a complicated speculation to make i wanted to really get into the federal dollar issue as far as texas secession because the reality is uh the dollar's death warrant has been signed and you know that that's why you advise people to buy storable food to buy gold to do an ira rollover that'll get them out of the dollar or at least insulated and cushion them mm-hmm. in the event of a, of a dollar collapse because it is a mathematical certainty. This is the Titanic going down. It will happen. The only question is when and how long it takes. And maybe I'm a doom and gloom preacher. I don't deny it. But I'm surprised that the dollar has lasted as long as it has. More than an entire year under Bidenomics, an absolute runaway money printing. It was bad enough before under previous administrations and even under Trump. At least Trump used it to build our military and our infrastructure, create some jobs, and get us armed to the point that we can stand against other world powers militarily. But the, the, the money printing is absolutely untenable. It's unsustainable. And the dollar will fall. And the fact that there's conversations about what to do when that happens is not surprising to me. There's been talk in Mexico about a silver-backed peso. And so that would be fantastic. I don't think anybody really knows what the world is going to look like when not only when currencies fall, but when the dollar falls. But we need to start thinking about it because it is a foregone conclusion. It's only a matter of when. That's really disturbing, and I do agree, but a lot of people feel the dollar is going to be the last to fall because the other currencies are in so much trouble, people are flocking to the dollar. Not that it's immune but it could be the last man standing. Okay. Uh, I see it the other way around, that many nations are increasing their foreign holdings of other currencies to include Mexico. So, see, there, Mexico is distancing its pesos' reliance upon dollar reserves, and so is Brazil. So they're buying more Chinese currency, buying more euros. I understand that the euro is equally in trouble, and it, it may go down quicker. But the fact is, 
it is an inevitability that the dollar will fail. And I believe that's one of the driving forces behind Texas secession right now. And if you look at the Internet, highly censored, if you look at the... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the twitterverse where there's probably 25 uh tweets mocking secession for everyone that somebody supports it or brings up a solid point of why it's a good idea or just comes and takes a stand and says let's do it in those mocking tweets they say ha ha it's federal money that keeps you afloat and I just think that's laughable because Texas knows, Texas knows their grain, their beef, their oil, their fish, everything that they produce is going to be worth something even when the dollar is not. And I believe that the timing of a real move towards Texas secession is maybe uh, more than anything driven by the understanding that the dollar will fail that it will fall, that inflation at this point has gone parabolic, and those federal dollars, very shortly, are going to be worthless. Hmm. Well, the dollar, I I think the dollar collapses when the product stops moving. 
which means diesel reaches $8 a gallon. This is what all the truckers are telling me, Sam. Our company can't operate. Independent contractors will be long gone. And when it's $8 across the board and there's no relief, things will stop moving. And I and think today that will... the news just broke that Pardon there me? are no... Today the news just broke, Mike Adams broke this, that the additives in modern engine oils, especially diesel engine oil, the production has stopped with both companies that have made them and that diesel engine oil will very soon be unavailable and all motor oil will after that become very scarce. And so there's a whole secondary attack on our transportation and just-in-time infrastructure. Wow. Wow. So, yes, when the commodities don't arrive, that's when it becomes a bidding war for a loaf of bread. Hey, hey, got a dollar, give it a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. This and the, this is when inflation absolutely goes parabolic, when goods are scarce. And so there's this, there's this it's a perfect storm. There are so many factors that are coming against the dollar right now, and it could just it could just fall any day. But as weeks go on and months go on, the whole idea of the Social Security checks coming into Texas, the SSI checks, the retirement money, that's government retirement, pension money, and even military money, it will, it will cease to exist. It will cease to flow. And nobody likes to look at that because at that point, they have to become missionaries like me. <laughs> they, they have to work within their community such as it is they have to learn how to make it through sieges and sequias or droughts like the prophet elijah did the spirit of the lord took him to a brook he was fed by ravens there then the brook dried up and the lord told elijah to go down to zarephath and said i've commanded a widow woman to sustain me there elijah shows up and her cupboards are bare she said i got enough to make one small meal for me and my son my son and i and then we'll eat it and die. And the prophet said, make me a little cake first, for thus saith the Lord, the oil shall not fail, neither will the meal, the flour, run out until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So this is our hope, that God has a trump, that God has a solution, even in droughts, even in hard times, that we will uh, learn to build deeper relationships, that we'll learn to really live by faith, not as the prosperity preachers have taught, but we'll learn to really live by faith. And, and that's how we make it out. Just like Rambo walked off into the jungle and old Colonel Troutman said, how will you live, John? Day by day. Day by day. Welcome to my world. It's not such a scary place. I, I just can't believe we've arrived at this place. Um, I'd encourage you to really take a long look at the super state proposal. I, I heard it last week. Then AMLO went formal with it today. I, I, I say it has a snowball's chance in passing. The only thing that's appealing, I think, to the American administration is that it would totally open the borders. Totally. Interesting. Interesting. And, and of course, yeah. the American government will sell out its sovereignty to anyone and everyone. And so uh, I, I think that, yes, the, the acting president would be all for anything that undermine American sovereignty. But 
in my understanding of the Mexican president's moves before, he's looking for fair trade. You know, he went and met with Trump, and they just made all kinds of arrangements. Trump said, sure, I'll eliminate that tax. Sure, I'll let in more Mexican workers for our farms. Those pumpkins need to be picked, and, and the Mexicans are the best in the world at these types of labor jobs. And so they made beautiful music together. Now we have uh, an entirely different force in the White House, of whom AMLO said at Biden's inauguration, he did not invite me. He's not my friend. So I'm very curious to look at AMLO's plan, and then maybe we'll we'll do a full report on that and delve into the nuances and how we think it'll go. Yeah, that's a. You're bringing up a really, really salient point here about things can change. But Biden snubbed AMLO from the very beginning. Why would he do that? Because Mexico is going to be just super rich in natural resources by the end of this decade. Because Mexico is an indispensable partner. It's an indispensable partner for Texas, and it's an indispensable partner really for the whole United States to win a world war. This was the first place that our industry was was outsourced or offshored was to Mexico. The problem is, for the globalists, that the Mexican people figured out, oh, now we have this factory. Now we have our own managers that are college-educated that speak English and Spanish. Now we have our own engineers. Now we have the manual and all the technology to make this. And so it became a point of pride that nearly everything's made in Mexico. So the industry to sustain any global war effort is in Mexico. And that's why driving a wedge between the U.S. and Mexico has been so important of a goal for the Biden administration. And most of the immigrants that are coming, the problematic immigrants are from uh, their OTMs, other than Mexican. They're Haitians. They're from South America. They've been years in U.N. camps. They're from Venezuela. They're from the Middle East. They're from God knows where. And the criminal governors are the ones that bring them in and uh, make sure their convoys have safe passage to get to the U.S. border. So I think that Mexico, the U.S. relationship with Mexico is so key. And this is why Abbott made a deal with AMLO's greatest enemy, Governor Cabeza de Vaca, because he should have been reaching out to AMLO. If the governor of Texas went down and just spoke with AMLO and said, hey, um, let's work together on border security, easy day. Here's what I can bring to the table. What can you do? And, and, and what if the lights go out? And what if there's a global war? And what if there's a nuclear detonation? Then what do we do? They could have made a very clear plan. And this is where AMLO has been critical of Biden. He scolded Merrick Garland and Anthony Blinken at the breakfast table and said, Joe Biden is invited. He hasn't come. I repeat that he's invited. And then when he opened his speech and said, how it is possible that there's not an understanding between our neighbor nations on security, trade, immigration, and the border is a mystery to me. But there is no understanding. And so Biden's deputies were scolded for dragging their feet, for showing up to cover for the big guy, yet there was no forward progress being made and and who was trying to make that progress not the american government the president of mexico 
But that's why Abbott made a deal with his greatest enemy, Cabeza de Vaca. And he did that instead. Just so that if Texas secedes, it will be more difficult for the government of Texas to reach out to the central government of the USA, uh, excuse me, of Mexico. Because there's always already this seedy arrangement between Texas and perhaps Arizona, California, and New Mexico, and a number of criminal governors in the north of Mexico. So everybody's concerned about the border. There may not be a border. There may be an entire buffer nation in between the United States and Mexico if these troublemakers have their way. That's why it's so key that secession goes correctly and has strong leaders in Texas. Really, they should have the president that, that they elected, Donald Trump. So everybody thinks that these things are done by the stroke of a pen, and that's just not the way it happens. Just not the way it happens. Read the book of Judges. In fact, I got it open right here. This is uh, in Judges 3. Ehud, who actually was an assassin and killed Eglon the king that was oppressing them, Ehud escaped while they tarried and passed beyond the quarries and escaped unto Therath. So the first thing that happened was he killed the king and actually got away. And then verse 27, And it came to pass when he was come, that he blew a trumpet in the mountains, in the mountain of Ephraim, and the children of Israel went down with him from the mount, and he before them. And so nations are rallied around a rallying cry. This is how revolutions happen. These are the shots heard around the world. And that's what the GOP did. Everybody thinks that this is going to play out in a, in a, uh, legal process that there's going to be civilized Englishmen on the floor of the Texas State House bringing forth reason. Now it's already been hashed and rehashed, and many red-blooded Texans know that they cannot continue being subject to a corrupt and tyrannical central government. And if it means force of arms, they are ready to go out and do their duty and patrol and man checkpoints and maintain the security of their own neighborhoods, their own cities and towns, and the borders of their nation state. And so this is what happened. It's not, it's not, oh, there's a vote, oh, there's a referendum, and then, no. It's the blowing of a trumpet and everyone taking to the street. And that's what really has the liberals biting their fingernails is because there are many uh, criminal traitors that have undermined our nation, undermined our culture. Uh, they've been through a revolving door criminal justice system to include electoral fraud and grooming of children, and the list goes on and on. And all of these communists may be immediately subject to frontier justice. They might not have all of their strikes and balls and their unlimited mulligan. They might actually just... Um, Meet their, meet their Waterloo immediately and in, and in combat. 
And so that's why the whole world is in a huff about this. And that's why all the Twitter bots are just going absolutely crazy making fun of this idea. Can we look at the military aspect of it? I think there's 20 military bases in Texas. Yeah. Sam, am I coming through okay? Uh, Yeah. I said a couple of things that I don't think you heard here. And I warned you you before we started, didn't I? Of my connection. About the chicanery. Well, your connection is okay. You're coming through fine. But you can hear me now, right? Yes. I didn't touch the cough button or anything else. Okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll share this anecdote, and then I'm going to go right back to Sam on this. Um, yeah, I was interviewing... that you added. Yeah, I, I was interviewing um, 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 Jim Lehman, running for the Senate in Arizona, fake Blake Masters as his opponent, and I got two text messages within 10 minutes of being done after interviewing... Um, Jim Lehman to my personal phone pretty interesting isn't it so anyway so that wasn't a public conversation it even. was that not was it was a phone pre- call that you had with another man it was pre-record exactly right you are right on the money that's kind of what uh, got my attention yes it definitely got my attention but I think at the end of the day here, we are taking a look at, uh, uh, they're real worried about what we're doing. I'll just put it that way. They're really, really worried about what we're doing. Um, what's next for AMLO? Biden's not going to join him in a super state. I can tell you that right now. So what's his motivation for even? The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Doing this. I'm, I'm going to have to wait to respond on that. Okay. Didn't that catch you off guard, though? Caught me off guard. It, I have heard the rumblings. I just haven't gone in and studied it deeply and read his documents in Spanish and read the Mexican news. And so I will do that, and then I'll have all the answers. For okay, you. all right, that's fair yeah. enough, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, let's get into a couple of other secondary issues that were on the GOP platform here uh, besides secession consideration in 2023. Um, and, uh, Sam, we got to mention this, too. The Texas legislature only meets once every two years. That's why they got to wait till next year. So. Uh-huh. Um, that's otherwise, I think they'd be doing it now. Did Did you see the part where they said we're going to totally outlaw abortion? Yes, I did. What do you think we'll do when Antifa, step. when Antifa and BLM show up and start their nonsense like they did in 2020? What do you think the you Texas know, David, Rangers? It's not very long ago. Uh, oh no, uh, the the, range, the Texas Rangers are the least of anyone's concern. There used to be a sign up. On the highway, when you cross Interstate 35 and, and U.S. Highway 75 into Texas, and uh-huh. it said, gun fights are a Texas tradition. 
We enjoy them. <laughs> Consider this before causing trouble. Don't mess with Texas. And I mean, this was this was not graffiti. This was this was an official sign on the highway, and that's a fact. You know, people are losing their tempers in a lot of ways, and when it finally comes down, when they when they finally dust off their hands like Bugs Bunny and say, "This means war," when they finally do that, it's on. And these Antifa, remember that they've been protected by uh, leftist DAs, by liberal city government. They have gone through the revolving door of the, of the, of the prison system. They generally have extremely long rap sheets. Mm-hmm. The guys that, that, that Kyle shot in Wisconsin had extremely long rap sheets. And don't forget, before Governor Cabeza de Vaca met with Governor Abbott, before that, he went to Washington, D.C. and spoke at the Wilson Institute. All was a wanted criminal. How did he get in the country? And before that, he flew to Dallas and met with Dallas's liberal mayor, Johnson, to talk about how they're going to work together. And so those corrupt enterprises have kept these career criminals in business, continuing to offend out on the street. But all it takes is for one guy or for one pistol-packing mama to not turn the other cheek one day. And they'll be dealt with in very short order. This is frontier justice. Yeah. It is a right that we retain. Well, I'm... Uh, but they're also... Um, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm getting info, too, that there's open fighting between AMLO's forces and the cartels that represent these governors. Oh, the military is in Tamaulipas State. The yeah, Army, the Marine mm-hmm, Corps, yeah. and the fighter jets. Yeah, Mexico has jet fighters, and they are they are fueled and ready in case he gets in one of Bush's helicopters and tries to flee the country. It's not a joke. There was open fighting at the polls in Tamaulipas State, Durango, and, and Aguascalientes, a three hotly contested state, and in Tamaulipas State, AMLO's party won, even though there was voter intimidation by armed thugs at the ballot boxes. Ballot boxes were destroyed and overturned, and some polling places were locked. The Morena candidate said, if you find the polling place locked, you call the National Guard, and we will break it by force. Which means they're going to show up with a convoy of gun trucks. And so, yes, this is there is no more Mr. Nice Guy going on. And the fact that Greg Abbott made a signed agreement with this with this crook, it's just astonishing. And the whole agreement's a lie. The convoys continue. The Haitians moved out of the Central Park. They're one mile west in Reynosa. There's a whole neighborhood full of Haitians. You just drive west one mile down the main drag, at really less than a mile, half a mile, and it's, it's Haitians everywhere you see. Haitian markets, Haitian, Haitian barber shops. And all of them have rented properties, and the owners of those properties are being paid handsomely. And so all the NGOs are still operating. The bus convoys are still operating. It's all a shill. And Governor Abbott, since you, the listener, and the American, the sovereign American freeborn citizen, is too stupid to figure it out. 
What happens first? Texas secedes and becomes the Republic of Texas of old, or Abbott's able to manipulate Texas into a five-organization uh, partnership with the four northern states in Texas? Those are the two options. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he's working hard to make a federation. And, and, and it's going to look so good on paper. He's going to say, we're the Republicans. We've been working for you. We fight crime. These AMLO says hugs, not bullets. But these northern governors, they're the ones that, have, that are fighting crime and that are fighting the cartels with military force. It's all a lie. And how many years of Bush Republicanism do we have to do we have to endure before we understand that they've been at this forever? The Golden Triangle in Vietnam, the heroin, the heroin uh, Air America flights out of Vietnam, all done by these types of Bush Republicans. And, and don't forget that Bush was leading the CIA during many of those eras. And then after that, we get into the sandbox wars. Garden opium poppies over there, and big oil. There is a there is a corrupt back scratching agreement between big oil and the Bush Republicans. That's why the Mexicans had to nationalize their oil company many years ago. I think it's been sixty years, and so it's going to look like this is conservatism. It's going to look like this is the right. This is this is the Republican way. These are basically Republican governors in the north of Mexico, and we're going to fight crime. But the fact is, they haven't, Cabeza de Vaca has been a full six years in the governorship, and the crime and the murders and the deaths have gotten worse and worse. There's not even any speed limits in Tamaulipas. There's no traffic laws whatsoever. Every other car has no license plate. And what a guy I knew got stopped because he had a license plate. And when they went to the police station, his lawyer was right there. And the lawyer said, what are you dummies doing? And the police chief says, hey, the governor doesn't allow us to stop those cars that don't have license plates. I'm telling you, this is coming from the horse's mouth, Dave. There is a, it's like Benghazi. It is like, it is like uh, Iraq. It's like Baghdad in the north of Mexico where this governor has been in charge for six years. There is no law and order at all. And so when Abbott tells this lie and says, all right, we're going to join with these states in northern Mexico, they're politically very much like us, and then we'll finally put the, the, the coffin nail in the cartels. It's all a lie. The Bush family has been dealing drugs, and now they're into trafficking humans, and now they're into fuel theft, these big oil companies are into the fuel theft that has so plagued Mexico. And so that's the lie. Abbott has to be subject to a no-confidence vote. The people of Texas need to uh, select the president that they chose and elected or another strong leader. And then the first thing that Texas should do once they lower the stars and stripes and, and, and raise the Lone Star flag is reach out to the president of Mexico. Really, they should already be doing it. Any any uh, leader or any politician that is in Texas should be should already have been in Mexico City, just trying to see what the heck is going on. But Mexico is the place to look for recognition first off, 
And don't forget about Russia. You and I have reported on that before. That the secession of Texas is already bearing some of the same hallmarks of the secession of the Donbass and the nation that voted in, in their free Congress to recognize the Donbass as independent republics of Luhansk and Donetsk is the Russian Duma. And so Russia is a place, and, and there are other signs of that in Central America and elsewhere. If you want to talk about that, we can. There are other signs that Russia knows that Mexico is their friend, and neither the Republicans or the Democrats in the United States government are their friends. So where does that put them? A nuclear power, perhaps the most advanced in the world. Um, which option do you think the Bush crime family favors? Texas secession oh. alone or with Mexico? They would like Texas to secede and join with the northern states of Mexico and defy the United States central government and the Mexican central government and create the ultimate beachhead on both the Gulf and Pacific coasts for China to bring in untold amounts of military. They already bring in untold amounts of fentanyl, but they would be able to land men and material beyond belief if the secession of the northern states of Mexico, with or without Texas, occurred. So that's what the Bush crime family would prefer. But they're also equally as happy with just laughing Texas secession off and saying, oh, everything's going to be fine. There are weather weapons being repeatedly used against Texas. Much of Texas's wheat crop is going to fail. Texas is in a severe heat wave, a severe drought right now. And so there are, there are state level players also trying to bury Texas. China, first of all. And so Abbott would be just as happy sitting in the same place that he's been for all these years and just watching the encroachment of the federal government into Texas, watching the erosion of the dollar, and then eventually just putting up the white flag someday. Or uh, what, of course, is every patriot knows is that there will be either nuclear strikes and or power and Internet outages widespread in the United States. And when that happens, that's the triple witching hour. That's when FEMA activates to disarm gun owners. That's when any enemy uh, staffers will try to destroy infrastructure, which there are many special forces and sleeper outfits from uh, n- numerous enemy nations within the U.S. that are they're poised and ready to take down uh, tunnels, bridges, rail lines, uh, a- any infrastructure, water and sewer, poison water supplies, et cetera, et cetera to include biological and perhaps nuclear attacks. And so all that happens when the lights go out. But now there's a rallying point. The Republic of Texas and every Navy ship on the high seas, all they have to do is find their loon lefties. Everybody knows who they are on that little crew of a, of a ship or a destroyer. Throw them in the brig and everybody uh, raise their right hand and raise the, raise the Lone Star flag. That's all it takes. And then that ship is a Texas ship. That's why there's been such a purge to get rid of military officers that are 
faithful to Trump, that love America, that are Christians, that don't want to poison their troops with gene therapy, et cetera, et cetera. There's yeah. been a push to get rid of them because entire units defect, platoons defect, companies defect, regiments, whole armies can defect. Everybody knows who the culture warriors in high heels are. And they just have to get rid of a few of them. And then all of a sudden, that entire unit can come into the resistance. And other states can come into the resistance. And so that's why this is so important. You and I reported so much on Oklahoma, Dave, and how Oklahoma, because of the McGirt Supreme Court decision, has been federalizing its law enforcement, cross-deputizing the Grand River Dam Authority, a federal uh, bureau has has far outgrown what it was ever intended to do. And they're investigating crimes and shootings and things that they were never intended to do because of the Supreme Court decision is bringing in Indian government and federal government and, and half the state of Oklahoma is affected. There's, there's going to be a lot of violent criminals let out of prison. So this McGurk decision is very, very dangerous and Governor Stitt of Oklahoma at some time has to decide whether to surrender his state to complete Operation Cable Splicer federal uh, oversight, which, by the way, I believe you and I reported on that, and I tweeted about Operation Cable Splicer was taking place in Oklahoma, the federalization of all the different levels of government. So what's Governor Stitt going to do? Well, seceding and, and ejecting federalized law enforcement and the, the Oklahoma Guard and the Oklahoma militia taking over law enforcement and police duties and uh, the putting of the whole state on a war footing. But it's really hard for Oklahoma with their few million residents to do that. They need to join a larger movement like Texas secession you know i was wondering the same thing sam exactly the same thing and you know garland was the uh judge that approved the tribes getting control of eastern oklahoma in addition to the federalization so oklahoma's being gutted and uh so i guess this leads me to this question i do see oklahoma joining texas and what direction they go next year and i'm wondering myself when do when do the feds send the troops in? Okay, they already are in Oklahoma. This is listen a small department in a little cow town in Oklahoma. I've been all through the cow towns of Oklahoma, and some of them are just fantastic. You know, there's only over fifty black towns in Oklahoma, historic black towns where after the Civil War different these towns were established and some of the most famous cowboys come out of those towns and there are tremendous americans in some of those towns and some of them also have a lot of indian blood but let me tell you they're all american they love this nation what happens when those people stand up but i was telling about a small cow town department say they got five officers say they've got 20 you know what the FBI, the ATF, and the Grand River Dam Authority, and a few other alphabet soups have been doing. They go in and then they, every person has a very thick file with the FBI and in the fusion centers of their state. 
the, the Chinese credit system is real. It's already there. It's just someone has to have the keys to get into that. Somebody like the Grand River Dam Authority. So they go through, okay, let's look at your 20 officers. And they'll maybe choose five of those officers and say, okay, we're going to cross-deputize these five officers. And you will be uh, Wagoner County Sheriffs and you will also be uh, agents of the U.S. Marshal Service or of the Grand River Dam Authority. And that way they can arrest an Indian. They can arrest a Native American if they're suspected of a crime because they're a federal officer. But who, which five officers are selected? The ones that are coming to the core. So this is the face of cross-deputization, is they select the ones that they know will go along with the New World Order game, fire on Americans, and, and, and obey a centralized, tyrannical command, and not stand with the community. And those other officers, they maybe grew up there, played football in high school, know the guy who's their barber and down the street and owns the restaurant and some of the judges. Those are the Americans that they want to get rid, get rid of. So this is how the feds are already being sent in. And Oklahoma is, is, a, is a test case for doing this. Because when the Army is commanded, the Army may not just roll out of base with a mechanized or tank unit to go crush an American city. But those cross-deputized officers absolutely will, which actually brings us to the military base question. I'll take a breath here. <laughs> Let's comment. No, you're on a roll. Uh, I do agree with the feds have been in there for a long time. Back in 2014, when we had the first uh, Central American large migration, Bridenstine tried to go to Fort Sill, and Congressman Bridenstine, and he wanted to investigate accounts that children were being trafficked out of the organization after they crossed the border, and they wouldn't let him in. Biden's DHS said, you can come back and make an appointment in about three weeks. Do you remember that case? Uh, no, that's what they do when congressmen want to go in the D.C. jail room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I heard Lauren Bobear talk about that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But this is what they did to Bridenstine. I reported on that on the commonsenseshow.com. And I just said, what the hell kind of military organization can refuse admittance to a U.S. congressman? So the feds were there trafficking kids. The Obama administration was trafficking oh. kids out of Fort Sill. Now that you bring up U.S. congressmen, just yesterday, on Tuesday, Maya Flores was sworn yes. in mm-hmm. as the newest congresswoman. And do you know she represents the Rio Grande Valley right up against Cabeza de Vaca's Tamaulipas. This is where the Haitians are coming in, Dave. And she was sworn in as the congresswoman, and she's a Republican. Seventy years that district has been in Democrat hands. And the, the Democrats have just taken the Hispanic people for, for granted. But Latinos for Trump, founded, co-founded by my friend Marco Gutierrez, who did a tremendous work. There are, uh, there are nefarious forces that have tried to move that organization and, and similar ones back to the rhinos. But so many Latin Americans, our business owners, are... They are involved in the American game. They have a, a retirement account. They pay taxes. They 
they're out there working, and they know, first of all, whether they have a job or don't, and second, they know whether they're getting ahead with it or not. And Latin American unemployment was the lowest ever under Trump. And so, listen, the Spanish-speaking people of the United States, a lot of them have figured this out, that they were being taken for a ride. And Myra Flores is just amazing. She's a Christian. She's a Trump supporter. She's not a rhino. She's not shying away from Trump and his policies. And she's Spanish-speaking. In fact, she's born in Mexico. She yeah. was born in Tamaulipas. But she came across and legally. She came across legally when she was mm-hmm. six years old. Yep. And she has picked cotton in Texas Field. And now she's a United States Congresswoman. And I think it's just fantastic. And so that's the type of person that is going to be showing up and knocking on the door. That's going to be paying Greg Abbott a visit. You know, he can, he can stonewall the journalist. But what does Greg Abbott do when Myra Flores comes and knocks on his door and says, Mr. Abbott, I'd like you to explain to me how Francisco Cabeza de Baca came across the Rio Grande three times under your nose. Yeah. It's getting ready to happen. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, um, she her husband, by the way, is Border Patrol. Yes, he is. And, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, I don't think he's—I don't think he's going to be line infantry for long. <laughs> they he got a may problem. Have a very important well, there's, there's tie two. up in Homeland Security because she has publicized that he was given a deadline of November of 2022. The Border Patrol is going to fire him if he doesn't take the clot shot, and he won't do it. So guess what? He just might be in charge of that agency before long. I know somebody who could bring his name forward on the floor. That's pretty cool. A lot well, of people don't like Mallorcas. Myra Flores, well, who does? I mean, unless you're an <laughs> ultimate liberal. But uh, Myra Flores is not the only Hispanic female leader that's going to be assuming congressional position. Um, you've got uh, Casa Garcia. And uh, I can't remember their lady's name. Uh, Delgado, I think it is. And these three ladies all used to be Democrats, converted, said, we've had enough of the crap. And these are Hispanic females leading the way in southern Texas. This is fantastic. Those districts are right upstream on the Rio Grande. I'm sorry to do this, but we've got to hold this right here um, because if I don't, okay. I don't get to ask you an important question. Uh, but yeah, we're ending on a high note. Now, I like that because this has been pretty upsetting. Sam, tell people how they can follow you and we got about 30 seconds. Gospelgunslingers.com Thanks for having me, Dave. I'm easy to find. I'm a poor missionary. I sleep in a hammock. Please reach out to me. Send me a message. Send me a prayer request. Send me a donation. Yeah, there you donate go. A donation. Right Sam deserves a donation, folks. Seriously. Okay? Uh, Gospelgunslingers.com, right? You got it. Why your dollar's worth something. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Hey, thanks for coming on and discussing this breaking news. Really important stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Take care. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.